I'm Frau Kagalia, and this is An Aromatic Life. Today, I want to continue on a series of topics and activities I'll be sharing with you as part of May's Mental Health Awareness Month. In this episode, I'm going to be focusing on scent journaling. It's a topic that doesn't really get talked about a lot as a tool for mental wellness. And I'm going to guess that's because a lot of people don't even know about it. Yes, the idea of scent journaling might seem intuitive. It implies using scents while you journal. But there's a lot more to it than that, as I'll explain. So if you're someone who's already journaling, maybe it's an activity that was recommended to you, or you read about it, and you've been doing it for a while now and find it really beneficial, well then I hope this episode will provide you with another avenue to use journaling as a mental health tool. I hope it'll inspire you to use that wonderful instrument you already have at your disposal, your sense of smell, to support you. But maybe you're someone who's never journaled. Maybe you don't like the idea of writing things down. It's not your thing. Or frankly, maybe you just haven't found a way to carve out enough time to devote to the practice. Well, maybe this episode will inspire you to take a fresh look at using the act of writing in combination with smelling as a way to help with stress, anxiety, and any other emotional or mental issue you might face. I'm gonna take you through what scent journaling is exactly. And in fact, I'll be sharing a couple of different ways you can approach it. And then I'll take you through how to do it. I've been doing both forms of scent journaling for years now, and I've found it incredibly helpful especially in the past year when things were so unsettling. All right, so let's get started. Enjoy the episode. So I was one of those kids who, as a teenager, had a journal. I think it even had a lock on it, you know, to keep my brother and anyone else from reading my deep, dark, innermost teenage secrets. (laughs) I'd write down my thoughts here and there. I wasn't very consistent, to be honest, but I do remember enjoying it. Unfortunately, when I went off to college, I stopped doing it altogether. And over the years, I dabbled in journaling here and there. I've always had a notebook on my nightstand in case the urge arose for me to download my thoughts. But for me personally, the act of journaling wasn't an instrumental part of taking care of my mental health over the years. Well, until I started bringing scent into the equation, that is. Now I journal all the time with the support of scent. So let's talk about scent journaling. What is it exactly? You're probably wondering, right? There's not a lot of talk about scent journaling, and that's a shame. I want to change that, and it's why I'm telling you about it today. In the simplest terms, scent journaling means incorporating an aspect of scent into writing, into expressing your thoughts on paper. That's what journaling is, right? Putting what's swirling around in your head into words and onto paper. I love what author Natalie Goldberg said, because I think it sums things up pretty well. Whether you're keeping a journal or writing as a meditation, it's the same thing. What's important is you're having a relationship with your mind. That's the key. It's this relationship you're having with your mind. You're mindfully, no pun intended, connecting with it. That's what journaling allows you to do. Writing your thoughts on paper helps bring the inward, outward. It brings clarity to your thoughts and feelings. There have been plenty of studies done now on the benefits of journaling. And what researchers are finding is that when we translate an experience into language by writing it down, we basically make that experience understandable. 
Writing helps us focus and organize the experience we're having. You know, the one that's all up in your head and consuming so much of your energy? I read something from psychotherapist and journalist expert Maud Purcell once. She explained the concept really well. Writing accesses the left hemisphere of the brain, which is the analytical and rational side. So when you're writing, your left brain is busy, which leaves your right brain free to do what it does best, which is to create, to perceive, and to feel. Writing removes mental blocks and allows you to use more of your brain power to better understand yourself and the world around you. And studies are showing the physical benefits of journaling too. Journaling has been shown to strengthen your immune cells and has also been shown to be linked with a decrease in depression and anxiety, as well as increases in positive mood. So the act of journaling on its own is powerful in supporting mental and physical well-being. So the benefits are clear and they're supported by science. I'll leave a link in the show notes with a few interesting articles about journaling you can check out if you're interested. All right. Now, I just want to mention two more basic but really important things about journaling before we get into the scent aspect. One is that it's recommended that you write with a pen and paper and not type into a computer or phone because research has shown that it's the physical writing with pen onto paper that stimulates the part of the brain that filters and brings forward the information you're focusing on. So go old school. It does work. And secondly, focus on the length of time you're journaling, not on the number of pages you're trying to write. Generally speaking, carving out 15 to 20 minutes of writing is perfect. If you're just starting out, even five minutes is good to help you get used to it. Honestly, you'd be surprised how quickly 15 minutes pass when you're journaling, because remember the objective of journaling is writing, not thinking, which means you're putting your stream of consciousness onto paper continuously writing without worrying about grammar and punctuation. You're focused on naturally exploring and revealing the thoughts in your head. That's where the magic is. Hey, I just wanted to let you know about a great free resource I have available if you're interested in harnessing your sense of smell to support your well-being. Just go to the link in this episode's show notes to grab this free resource, which will explain how smelling can support you just as much as other things you do to stay well, like exercising and eating healthy meals. I share smelling exercises you can do with essential oils, everyday aromatic items in your home, as well as nature itself to help you identify scents that you respond to most that can help lift your mood, reduce stress, and begin to shift your body back to center. So after you listen to this episode, grab my free resource and learn to smell to be well. Okay, so let's talk about where scent comes in. How can scent play a role in journaling? Well, the beauty of scents, of perceiving smells, is that you're harnessing your sense of smell. Remember, smelling is two things. It's in the brain, and the nose is simply the vehicle. And smelling is emotional. Smelling odors is a direct action that activates the emotional center of your brain. So pairing scent with journaling is a really natural match, don't you think? I think so. It really helped me. I'm going to share with you two ways that I've done scent journaling over the years. They each incorporate scent from different angles. One way is more passive, more innate, if you will. And the other way is more active, more conscious in its approach. So let's go through each one in more detail. 
The first way you can do scent journaling is by using scent as a backdrop to your regular journaling practice. The role that scent plays in this instance is that it serves as a stimulant of sorts. So if you're someone who's currently journaling on a regular basis, this could be a really nice addition to what you're already doing. Or maybe you're like me, someone who wasn't very consistent about journaling. And you could use a little inspiration to get yourself motivated and writing more consistently. Adding scent as a backdrop can be really beneficial. Think of the scent in this instance as an unsung hero that helps boost your journaling experience. It doesn't get any of the credit, but without it, you wouldn't have gotten that added output you did. So I like to use essential oils as my scent medium for this exercise. Specifically, and this is really important, I use essential oils that I'm familiar with, that my brain recognizes and won't be a distraction while I'm writing. Remember, the role that scent is playing here is as a backdrop, as a supporting actor, if you will. If you end up using a scent that your brain doesn't recognize, it's going to go into danger, danger mode and signal, what is this? It'll be searching its Rolodex of scents in its memory bank and say, hmm, I don't know this one. Basically, your brain will start to fixate on the novel, unknown scent, and it'll become a distraction to the writing exercise. And we don't want that, right? So if you're using scent as part of your normal journaling, please use an essential oil aroma that you're familiar with. Let's actually take a minute to talk about the different things that essential oils can do to help you, to boost your experience, if you will. What benefits do the essential oils offer? Well, they can help you with a few things. And the oils you choose will depend on your journaling intention. So think about what you're trying to achieve when you're journaling. For one, there are essential oils that can help engage your breath. These are the essential oils that are opening. For example, the tree oils like eucalyptus, tea tree, pine, Siberian fir, black spruce, kajaput. There's a lot to choose from here, and I've only just mentioned a couple. These oils can really help you with focus and concentration. I like to journal with these oils when I'm trying to uncover a lot of foggy things in my head, when there's a lot going on, and it's just something where I need to get some clarity and some focus and some real understanding. But you could also use essential oils to engage your memory. If you're journaling to reflect on a person or a particular experience you had, you might want to use a scent memory that can help transport you back there in a more vivid and emotional manner. For instance, if you're writing to help process grief, maybe you recently lost a loved one, then consider using a scent that reminds you of the person you're grieving for. For example, I had a client who was grieving the loss of her mother. After a scent exploration exercise that we did, she identified the scent of rose as very meaningful to her. It was her mother's favorite scent. So she included rose auto essential oil as part of her journaling ritual to process her grief. It brought her closer to her mother. It allowed her to process her thoughts and feelings in a much more vivid and precise way. You could also use essential oils to help calm the mind and support reflection. Maybe you like to journal for clarity, for peace of mind, to make some sense out of the madness that surrounds you. Essential oils that are great for this purpose are the resin oils like frankincense, alemi, apopanax, and myrrh. And then you could also use essential oils to help bring out a creative spark. 
Maybe you want a journal to explore your future, your passions, your desires, your goals. Maybe you have a creative idea that you want to flush out. Well, here at Energizing Sense can be a great catalyst for ideas. So think about the energetics of the oil. Consider essential oils that bring energy to a space, like peppermint or the citrus oils, you know, lemon, grapefruit, lime. Even ginger and lemongrass can be quite expressive. So you're starting to get the idea here, right? Use specific essential oils to support the intention of your journaling. Okay, now that you've identified the scent you're going to use, let's go through how to practice this form of scent journaling. Here's what you'll need. First, I want you to find a nice quiet space that has as few distractions as possible. I don't recommend having music on in the background, actually. And I want to make sure that you have your phone on silent. All you need is a notebook, a journal, or some form of paper to write your thoughts down. Of course, you're going to need a pen too, right? And then you can diffuse the scent near you in a couple of different ways. You could use a scent strip or a cotton pad or even a tissue and place a few drops on it. Or you can use a diffuser and have the scent diffusing in the space. So it's like a backdrop surrounding you in the room. The idea is that it's just you, the paper, the pen, and the scent working in harmony to bring the inside out. Now go ahead and set a timer for 15 minutes and begin writing. Just start. Keep your hand moving, letting the thoughts become words on the paper. There's no worrying about spelling, grammar, punctuation. Remember, you're writing, not thinking. Let the scent inspire your writing. Let it give you focus. Let it give you creativity. Let it help you breathe or help you evoke memories from the past. You'll be amazed at how much support the scent provides, how it helps to spur the flow of writing on the page. It's incredibly powerful. I hope you'll try it. All right, so let's talk about the second form of scent journaling that I love to do. As I mentioned, this is a more active, conscious approach. And in fact, it's not your traditional way of journaling because the scent becomes the focal point, serving as your guide. To be clear, the journaling goal is still the same. You're extracting thoughts and feelings and putting them on paper. But in this case, you're using the scent to bring out the thoughts and feelings you're having. The scent is your guide and focal point. I do this scent journaling exercise and I tell my students to do this one when I'm feeling kind of stuck in a rut and I need to just get out of my head and let something else guide me. Maybe I need some inspiration. Maybe I needed a little perspective. It's good to go outside of yourself and get that from something else, right? Your sense of smell and sense can be that perfect guide, I promise you. So let me show you how. First of all, since the scent is the focal point, you're probably wondering which one you should choose. Well, really, you can use any scent. What's worked best for me and what I recommend you do is to choose a scent that's either completely new to you. So I like to try out new essential oils and absolutes that I've never smelled before. There are great suppliers that offer sample sizes of oil, so you don't need to spend a lot of money to experience new smells. Or choose a scent that you already have, but you don't use a lot. The reason I say this is because the best insights and new perspectives come from the unfamiliar, the occasional encounter, the experience that's a little different to what you encounter every day. 
That's the key to this exercise, working with an unfamiliar scent that can teach you something new about yourself, that can give you new perspectives on your current thinking. I'm telling you, it's magical and you can do it through smelling. Okay, so here's what you'll need and what you're going to do. Just like with the previous form of scent journaling I told you about, the first thing that I want you to do is find a nice, quiet space that has as few distractions as possible. Again, I don't recommend having music on in the background, and make sure you put your phone on mute. All you need is a notebook, a journal, or some form of paper to write down your thoughts. And what might be a little different for this exercise is that I don't want you to diffuse the scent in a diffuser. Because remember, the scent is your guide and focal point, so you need to be up close and personal with the smell, if you will. Using either a scent strip, cotton pad, or even a tissue, just place a few drops of essential oil on that material. And now go ahead and set the timer for 20 minutes. Here's where it's different to the previous exercise. You're not going to be starting with writing. This exercise is an interval exercise of sorts. So one, five, one, five, one, five, two. Let me go through it in more detail. You're actually going to begin by closing your eyes and listening to the scent for the first minute. That's the one, the first minute. You're getting the nose warmed up, the brain engaged, and you're trying to connect with the vibration of the scent. Remember, no distractions, no noises, no visuals. You're focused in on your sense of smell, on smelling the scent. You're listening to what it's telling you. And there's no judgment of whether you like it or not. Just accepting the smell for what it is, listening to what it's telling you. What does it have to say? This is about being open to receiving the communication. Then when you've had a moment with the scent, open up your eyes and begin writing for five minutes. You're giving your sense of smell a break at this point, and you're focused on writing. Write down what you've smelled. Describe it in words. What did you experience? What do you remember? Is it warm? Is it cool? Is it loud? Is it soft? Does it remind you of anything? Does it bring back a memory? Or maybe it's a new scent. Maybe it smells a little curious and unfamiliar. Use any words that come to mind. There's no right or wrong. Nobody's reading this but you. Remember that. What you're doing is engaging with the conscious part of the brain and putting language to smell. Just keep writing. No grammar, punctuation, or spelling worries. Just put experiences to paper. Okay, after five minutes of that, now go back to smelling the scent for another minute. This time you're going to focus in on the different aspects of the scent. Look inside the scent. Dissect it with your sense of smell. Go under like a microscope, evaluating the different facets of the scent. What do you notice? Is there a contrast of warm and cool notes? What hits your nose first? What appears after a moment? What's disappeared from the first round of smelling? So what facet is missing now? What is consistently there? Think about the texture of the scent. Does it seem smooth or is it rough? Is it spiky, prickly, or rather is it soft and fluffy? So what you're looking to do in this part of the exercise is to really get into the intricate details of the scent. Again, like you're putting it under a microscope. And then after a minute of smelling, 
You're going to stop, open your eyes, and start writing about what you experienced. Put words to paper of the different facets of the sense you just experienced. Again, there's no right or wrong. Nobody is seeing this but you. You can get as creative with your descriptions as you want. Now, I recognize this is going to be hard at first. But as with anything you do for the first time, with practice, you're going to find more words. You're going to notice more aspects of the sense. More and more will be revealed to you. So be patient and do this exercise periodically. It's the practice that makes it work best. Okay, then it's time to smell one more time. Go back to smelling the scent for one more minute. But now in this minute of smelling, you're going to finish with a creative exercise. I want you to smell and create a person in your mind. If the smell was a person, who would it be? What would they look like? Where would they live? What adventure would the scent go on? Spend this minute imagining a scenario in your head. The main character is the scent and you're creating a story around that character. Based on the smell, where might this person live? What might they do and what might they interact with? Just let your mind be free and creative. Let the scent be your guide and creative partner. And after the minute is up, now you're going to write it down for five minutes. Write down the story you've just created in your head. Put the words to paper. Let it flow freely. Whatever you can remember, you can even make new aspects of the story. Get creative and be free in your thoughts. This is one of my favorite parts of this exercise because there should be no inhibitions. You're writing for you. You're in your own creative space with just the scent as your guide. Okay, when those five minutes are up, your last two minutes is a chance for you to reflect and review all that you wrote. I want you to circle back and look at what you wrote. Circle what resonates with you most. I like to take different colored pencils sometimes and highlight different things that I explored. Importantly, spend a moment looking inward and reflecting on how you now feel. What's your mood? What's your disposition? Has it changed since the time you started? Has the exercise given you pause in any way? Has the scent communicated something to you? Has it revealed something to you that you want to take action on? Write it all down. All right, to summarize this exercise, it's one minute of smelling, just listening to the scent and getting general impressions. It's the big picture, if you will. And then five minutes of writing it down. Then one more minute of smelling, this time focusing in on the scent, getting into the details, going up close. Then spend five minutes writing that down. And the last one minute of smelling, this is about creativity, about creating a story with the scent as the main character. Connect with the scent to guide you. Then spend five minutes writing it all down. Lastly, spend two minutes reviewing, highlighting, and reflecting on what you wrote and what the scent revealed to you. One, five, one, five, one, five, two. And there you have it. You've now got two different ways to incorporate scent into a journaling practice. I actually get really excited to journal every day now because I have options for exploring my thoughts and my feelings. If you try either one or both, you'll be surprised, pleasantly surprised, I think, to discover how scent and smelling can bring out new insights you didn't even know you had. It's so much fun. 
All right. I'd love to hear what you thought of the episode. Have you tried scent journaling? Are you going to try it? Send me a voicemail and let me know your thoughts. It's really easy to do. There's a link right in the show notes, which will take you to where you can leave me a voicemail. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for joining me on An Aromatic Life. If you're interested in learning more about your sense of smell from all different perspectives, subscribe to the podcast and invite your friends too. And it would be really helpful if you could rate the podcast so it helps others find it too. I also invite you to check out my website, falkaromatherapy.com, where you'll find information about workshops, courses, and other programs I offer. And make sure you grab my free audio training, How to Smell to Be Well, which you can download from my website. Until next time, remember to smell everything and have a wonderful day.